Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It is episode 129, uh, recorded on the 22nd of December 2017. And I guess we ought to say Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Naughty Christmas. Naughty Christmas. Naughty Christmas, everybody. Naughty Christmas, indeed. How are you guys? How are you, Russ? What have you been up to? Yeah, not too bad. Um, not been up to sort of too much lately. More just uh, endeavouring to get into the festive spirits. So I've just been out on a succession of work, do's and parties, and um, having to do three course meals twice in one day. It's uh, it's a bit much. <laughs> but um, oh gosh, and, uh, nightmare. So um, yeah, working my way up to an appetite on Christmas Day, so to speak. Fair enough. And how about you, Mister Dyer? What have you been? Uh, work, 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 unfortunately. And I even had to work when everyone went out in the office. They all went out on a Friday night and I had to work till 8 o'clock, which wasn't oh, much fun. Oh, sad Christmas story. Yeah, yeah. So it's the first time in 16 years I've not been out with anyone at Christmas. I'm sure you made up for it by going out for a beer with your self yeah. yes. in the local pizza place. Oh, yes, yes. And, and <laughs> that, that's made up for it, certainly. What about so, yourself? Well, I was going to say, so Russ's sad Christmas story is having to have two, three course meals a day. Yeah. Mike's is not going out on the Christmas day. My sad Christmas story, actually, is um, I I haven't been to any Christmas meals or parties at all this year. I seem to have not been invited to any of them. I think I'm suddenly in the not popular camp at work. Um, so no one's invited me to anything. And I was in um in Scotland. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week. And on Tuesday night, I'm in the hotel on my own. And I go down to the uh, the restaurant because I can't even be bothered to go out. I just decide I'm going to eat in their hotel restaurant. So I walk downstairs and I get a... It's quite quiet. It's about only about it's half past six in the evening. And um, I, I get, get shown a seat, which is laid out for one person. So, it's, you know, there's one set of cutlery there. And there's one Christmas cracker on this seat, um, on this chair, on this chair, on this table, I should say. So I sit down, mate. It's one Christmas cracker, sort of the smallest Christmas party ever. And uh, I decided to have, since I wasn't going to get the opportunity elsewhere, to have the Christmas set menu. So you know the kind of the, the turkey with all the trimmings and and the Christmas pudding afterwards. So that's what I get. I'm sitting there eating my Christmas dinner on my own with a single cracker on the table and I'm like there's only three other people in this entire restaurant and they're all quite spread around it's quite a big restaurant quite spread across like, but I'm, I'm not going to pull this cracker because I'm not sitting here on my own in a paper hat looking <laughs> even sadder than I feel right now so I just sort of so I left the cracker untouched it was just there and I was like oh my cracker oh no never mind anyway that's my sad Christmas story uh we kind of got in the festive spirit, so the tree's up. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we're, we're doing all of that. Um, it's two days, three days until Christmas, I guess. Today we're going to, well, me and my friends are going to go and see uh, Last Jedi. Have you seen that? Yeah, seeing yeah, so it tonight. I've seen it already, but I'm seeing it again um, because they invited me before I chose to go out and do myself a bit of Christmas um, shopping last week and then sort of celebrate my success at Christmas shopping by going to see it on my own. Um, it's all right, isn't it? Don't want to give any spoilers. Nice spoilers. Either, but have a sit. Yeah, it's good. It's all right. It's, 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 it's 
Yeah, I'd say it could probably do with being about half hour, 45 minutes, a bit, a bit you know, yeah. um, shorter. But yeah, I'll just go and get yourself another burger while that bit's on. You know, it's, it's all right. I don't begrudge seeing it again. Right. Uh, anyway, so I don't know what talking about us, really. Um, let's talk about news. So there's been quite a few bits of news kind of leading as we as we go into 2018. And it's uh, quite a lot on the Kuna Course radar at the moment. Um, the first we have is uh, Century Media are releasing The Presence of the Past, which is a 13-CD exclusive box set, which is described as having all the studio albums plus selected live material, rare songs and B-sides. This will include lyrics, photos and uh, liner notes. Sounds quite interesting for someone that owns all of the albums already, as I'm sure you two both do. Yeah, yeah. And all the B sides and all and the live all material. B sides and all the live material. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to stop me from getting it, though. <laughs> I no. can't help myself. I think yeah. the complete, completionist in me will need to have this. Um, I don't know, it's coming out, at the, I think it's the beginning of February. It's due out. Um, I suspect that it's going to be coming out about the same time as Nothing Stands in Our Way, which is the book that they've done. So I think those kind of th- two things are going to come out together, I suspect. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it on Nuclear Blast. I know you can get it through Century Media, the German Century Media site. I know Nuclear Blast will ship internationally. So as long as you're prepared to lay down the money, uh, I guess there's no reason why you can't have it. I think it's... It's about forty nine fifty euros, I think something like that, um, or for forty five euros. It's not bad but, for thirteen CDs, is it? I know that's, I, that's a pretty good, pretty good deal for for thirteen CDs, and and all the other stuff will come with it. I'd like to see some photos. Hopefully, close to the time, we'll see some photos of this bad boy. I'm not quite sure where we're going to put it. I think it might end up in the same place as my delirium box set. So, what about you? Going to get it, Mike? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes, he yes. says. And the, po- the postage is reasonable as well. Um, for any, uh, in case people that are listening to this internationally will get it, because my friend in the States has checked, and I think the postage to America is only, I think, three or four euros difference than it would be to post to the UK. So it, That's pretty good. It is very cheap to actually ship internationally, so that, that, that... Would, would be a bonus to buy it. Where's that from? Is uh, that from Century Media Direct or is that from Nuclear Blast? Uh, I think it was Century Media if you looked at it. I think to go to Chicago was, I think, $18 postage, which is very reasonable. Ah. Are you going to get it, um, Russ? I think I will have to um, look to clear a uh, space on the Christmas shelf, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Make I, it a late Christmas present to yourself, mate. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so on the subject of Christmas also, uh, Lacunacor brought out the digital version of their festive song, Naughty Christmas, pretty much this time last year, wasn't it? Just before Christmas. Uh, but this year, you can now get the um, vinyl version of it if you've been lucky enough to get to the uh, European shows. I don't know how many they've had available. I don't think it was that many. Maybe about five, six hundred, something 300. like that. Three hundred. Three hundred, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite an exclusive item. Um, and Mike, you got to the Malta show, didn't you, as part of the Delirium Euro Tour cycle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you picked yourself up a copy? 
yes, yes, more than one copy. All <laughs> oh, right. So two hundred and fifty copies. <laughs> it was it was interesting the Malta show that it was literally. Uh, I mean, I know Malta very well, but to get to this show, I had to look on the map, and it was literally in farmland in the middle of nowhere, the village, um, and. As, as it was a very good show, but organisation-wise, when you arrived, it was um, pretty chaotic. There's like a big metal sliding door to get in the the venue, which is actually a swimming pool in the summer that they like just boarded over, which was quite entertaining. Was it a good show? Yeah, yeah, very, very good. I, I think. Well, the energy from the show from start to finish was, I I would say, on par with anything that I've seen. Here and in Europe, and for the first oh, time, that, first time that they played there, um, and speaking to people before the show, um, they were just uncontrollable with the excitement. Most of the people there that I spoke to, and during the show as well, so a big thumbs up. And I would imagine that they'll they'll go back there because it's sold uh, sold very well. There was um, about Do you know how many people were there. About seven or eight hundred, I think. So for a first oh, show, size, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, the two local bands on, which were which were all right, but Lacuna Coal were just unbelievable, and and it was very very positive uh, response there. And what uh, did they surprise you with any songs? Uh, Naughty Christmas. It was the uh, the first time live that they played it, so I heard it in the afternoon when they rehearsed that and some other things, um, but that. That being played live was amazing, so I recorded that for uh, for us. So, oh, we'll get that online. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, um, well, we'll put that out so people can see it for themselves. Yeah, I imagine I imagine that's quite a lot of fun live, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't. It was interesting with it being in Malta because they obviously didn't have the the curved lighting rigs they've got on the tour, and some yeah. of the, some of the other props um, for the Christmas stuff because it was literally the opening show. Um, but with it being in a very very small environment, uh, this like little indoor pool stroke bar, and it being packed, it was it was very good, and the crowd crowd loved it. Excellent, excellent. What did you think of the show generally? You said they were unbelievable. What other songs were there, and what was the set list like? You well, know, give us a short review. The set list was the same as the Delirium Cycle, apart from they'd taken three songs out. I can't remember which which three. But it was the pretty much the box standard delirium set. Um, I think I love me because I hate you wasn't on. Thinking about it, but I, I think everything. I think the main thing was because they'd never played there before. There, there were so many people that were like looking forward to hearing not just the delirium songs but other songs. So mm. when when they played like enjoy the silence, um, for instance, which I'm sure they probably yeah I think they must have played that. Like, can't even remember now. Um, it was either that. No, or... just so many shows it just blur. Yeah, into well, one, they, they all just blur into one. <laughs> Whichever song it was, it was probably that. But there were, there were people that were absolutely hysterical. And and when they came on stage, obviously it's um, a big big thing to have have a promoter organise it there. And I'm really glad they did it. Like you're really glad you took the effort to go out there as well, even though it was in the middle of nowhere in a cattle shed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know Malta very well because I've been there a lot of times. Um, but this really, really was quite strange, being literally in a village, um, quite tucked away. It wasn't far really from where I was staying, 
um, like I could have walked there in an hour, which I probably should have because it took like well over an hour by bus with traffic and everything and very chaotic because there were so many people um, going in that direction for the gig. So very positive. Excellent. Excellent. Did you pick up any merch other than the um, naughty Christmas CD? Uh, yeah, I got the 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 tour shirt, um, obviously, but everything else had already previously got in the uh, on the US dates that I did. Hoovered up during the other shows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, nothing left. I'm just waiting for some new merch. If there's anything going to be um, make ex- make exclusive. more stuff for me to buy. Yeah, for London. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah. On the subject of London, uh, it's worth noting, and I guess most people know this already by now, is that the um, venue's changed. It's no longer at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. It's now at the Kentish Town Forum, which is a larger venue. It's got about another 500 people capacity. Um, I like the Kentish Town Forum. However, I do also like a lot um, Shepherd's Bush Empire. So although it's good that it's moving to a larger venue... I'm kind of a little disappointed. There's there's a certain character about the Shepherd's Bush Empire, mm-hmm. I think, which um, which although the, the forums a good venue, doesn't quite have. What's your thoughts, guys? Yeah, I totally agree. I think the <clears throat> the setting of Shepherd's Bush, I think, is better um, in terms of being more intimate. So you're closer to the band. It's got better acoustics there. But then I think the plus, it, the pluses and the positives of moving to the forum are obviously it's a bigger venue, so they can get more fans in there. Bearing in mind it's a, it's a one-off 20th anniversary show, so I know a lot of fans were disappointed that they didn't get into Shepherd's Bush. And obviously I think with the support act that they're looking to do, which is sort of this surprise surface troupe, whatever it's going to be, obviously there's going to be a larger stage to accommodate that as well. So I think, yeah, it would have been nice to see it at Shepherd's Bush, but I think having the bigger stage is probably going to be to their, their advantage to give a, a better stage performance, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And with it less than a month away, I suppose I'd better share some details on a kind of a meet-up. I've been looking around Shep- um, Kentish Town. Oh, I had a, a venue for Shepherd's Bush. And pretty much the best place is also the nearest place, which is the, um, the Bull and Gate Pub, which is literally next door to the venue. Um... I'm thinking that the best thing to do is to make that our meet-up place. Because if I, I, I looked at it, and if I don't go there, then it's a little further away, and I am think people will want to stay quite close to the venue. So, what do you think? Next door in the pub? Next door in yep. the pub. So. Next door in the pub. Seems like the sort of thing that we would do, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I'll get some details over the next week, so I know there's some people kind of clamouring for more information about where it's going to be and what time it's going to be, so probably going to be from about midday I think it opens at 11 that pub um, by the way a pub is an English term for a bar for those of you who are flying internationally to the venue um, or a drinking establishment that serves alcohol so that's where we'll meet up uh, I'll let you know if things change though but that's the plan at the moment and uh, we look forward to seeing lots of people that have come from literally all over the world to, to come and see Lacuna Coil on the uh, 20th anniversary show very much looking forward to it. Okay, so the last bit of news we have for you is pretty much straight off the American tour cycle with Epica. Uh, Lacuna Coil are supporting Epica again in 013 in Tilburg in the Netherlands on the 18th of April, which is a part of 
Epica's uh, European tour cycle. So they're doing a one-off show there. Lacuna Cola joining them, as are a number of other bands. I'm kind of guessing, guys, that this is going to be the first of a number of one-off shows that we're going to see. Or the second, I guess. You could argue, given that they've got the 20th anniversary show in London. So the second of a number of shows that we're going to see throughout 2018 as they kind of build up their their agenda for next year. Um, obviously, Lacuna Coil have re- are recognising 2018 as their official 20th anniversary. We've already talked about the the 13 CD box set. They've got the book. They've got the 20th anniversary show. I can't help but think because it's going to be more. There's going to be more opportunities to see them live next year. Whether or not they do a tour, I'm not so sure. I, I guess... It depends on what schedule they have for another album. Am I right in hearing that they were going to look to release an album in 2019? Did I hear that? I think I did, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So next year is going to be spent working on that, I guess. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do some of the festivals next year. Yeah, they're down down to do Grass Pop and a few others already, aren't they? That's right, yeah. So... are they doing Vacan? I'm not sure if they yeah, are. Or... I don't know. I, I think they'll, personally, I think they'll just do the London show, the Epica show festivals, and they maybe a sprinkling of them in the winter, um, and then do the work on the album in between. I can't imagine that they'll they'll go back out to America or South America or Europe again. I don't think they'll have time. Personally. I could see them doing a short run further afield, you know, kind of Australia or Asia or something. Yeah, possibly. In a couple of years since they've been there. Yeah, I don't think they'll be but, like a six or eight week run anywhere, will Because they just won't have yeah. the time in the year, possibly. It does mean it's been. It would have been two years since they've been in the UK, though, by that time. Yeah, yeah. Unless they play download or somewhere as a one-off. No, I mean as a kind of a tour. Oh yeah, yeah. They, as were a tour. they were here last year, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, which would be a surprise if they spent that long away. I must admit. So on the subject of what the years passing. 2017 has not been a good year for me, Lacuna Corwells. I've not been to any shows. And I, 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 it's a terrible thing to say. They've not been to the UK. I've not had the time or money to do the Mike Dyer thing and follow them globally. <laughs> um, so, uh, firstly, I'm really looking forward to the the 119 show in January, of course. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a bit of a strange year for me, actually. I normally have had a chance to see them at a festival somewhere or follow them on tour or something it's like a bit of a barren year so all I've been doing is listen to their albums a hell of a lot uh, Rush you've not been 20 this year no I was going to say the same and um, <clears throat> it got to sort of that November time and the nostalgia sort of started setting thinking I'm sure there should be a tour around about now and we should all be meeting up in the pub and going to a selection of shows because you know it's the time of year when they always play the UK but Alas, 2017 was not the year to be, so um, no, very strange, and I think it's the first year where I haven't actually seen a show since probably before 2009. Yeah, there we go, not good. Not good, we need to make up for it next year. Find a way to do that. So I guess one question I have for you guys is what have you been listening to, you know, to, to fill those gaps? I mean, Mike, you don't count because you've been in loads of shows. Uh, Russ, have you? <laughs> well, you there know any, the any... answer to this, Matthew. It's Slayer. It's only Slayer. <laughs> it's Nothing always but Slayer. 
You know what I mean. I what, what albums or songs have really kind of um, kept you going this year? I'm trying to think of sort of new music um, on the more extreme side of things. Um, everyone seems to be into Code Orange this year, which everyone's given like forever number one album of the year. I mean, it's, it's okay. I think it's not my favourite thing. Um, I'd recommend Oathbreaker, Raya, which is a Belgian band, and that's sort of, again, female-fronted, but female-fronting in a, in a death metal sense. So if no one's ever heard Raya by Oathbreaker, I'd recommend checking that out. It's pretty, pretty mind-blowing. Mm. What about you, Mike? You got any, any new music? Or no, no. Me, me, new music is new music of older, old, old men like Metallica. There's... Nothing, nothing coming out of the uh, rising up from the horizon with anything really. So, bit quiet. I've been, I've been absolutely terrible this year. Yeah, I've, I've not listened to really anything new. I've been going through. I've actually been listening to quite a lot of non-metal stuff this year. Uh huh. I think it's fair to say, you know, variety of just a lot of really good f- sort of female artists. Oh, I'm, I'm liking that a lot. I'm, I can't pluck any names out of the air right now. Um, but if I was to return to Lacuna Core for a moment, I think I've... My song of the year is definitely House of Shame. I've been listening to that song a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's just one of those songs that I, I find that I can listen to over and over again. And I always want to. I get to about that three-minute kind of 57 point where you've got the reprise and then the return. Where it kind of, I always want to crank the volume up really high for that kind of boom as it comes back and hits you straight in the face like the proverbial steam train Mike yeah um, that, that's been my my song of the year even though it came out in 2016 I've just been listening to it out of a lot but I will, I've made a note Russ I will check out some of the bands that you just uh, you've just um, referred to and see if they're any good see if they're the sort of thing I want, I want to get into I've just been struggling to find a kind of a, a, a bit of music that I want to listen to um, but I, I guess my, my conceit is there's so many songs that I can just listen to over and over again from from Lacuna Core that, and that's a terrible thing to say that I I don't feel the need the desperate need to go out and discover new music. No, I'm the same. Without sounding too overtly negative, there's not a, a great deal of you know mind blowing new music out anymore. I don't find, especially in the sort of rock metal sort of genre yeah. at the moment so you're better off sort of spending your time sticking to, to what you know because the chances are the quality of what's gone before is probably better than what's coming out now yeah i mean for me if i'm not listening to looking call or catatonia or even a bit of Foo fighters something like that then i'm I kind of they cover all the bases of the music i want to listen to mm-hmm. maybe i'll just sound like an old fogey <laughs> So if anybody's got any, I'll check out those bands and you never know, I might discuss. I, I did have a a month about September where I listened to a hell of a lot of Within Temptation again and even a little bit of Epica. I sort of rediscovered my symphonic female-fronted metal roots. I might even listen to a bit of Nightwish. There we go. Always go back I went to through a, that. a bit, of, bit of Mandyline, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, do you know what? I, I, I've also, I, I have listened to more of The Gathering this year than I think I've ever listened to. So maybe that's what it is. It's just me kind of going back and rediscovering the bands I listened to years and years ago. There we go. So, um, I, I still regret that I never got a chance to see The Gathering show, even though you know, Anthony and T were like, come to the shows. I'm like, ah, give me a sofa to sit on. Um, 
It's a great band, great band. Right, okay. Well, I think we've chatted enough about the end of the year and about the news. I think it's high time we we started doing, I guess, other than the album itself, our review of the last song on Delirium, which is only available on the special edition and called Bleed the Pain. So who wants to start us off? Russ, you've not started us off for a while. I mean, do you want to start us off on Bleed the Pain? <laughs> Bleed the Pain. Okay. Um, it's a bit of a polarising one for me, Bleed the Pain. Um, and I think this is one of very, very few Lacuna Coil songs that I find I listen to, that it doesn't really affect me in any form of emotional way. And it comes across sort of like it is placed on the album as sort of a a b-side or a finished demo because you know it's not to say it's, it's a bad song i don't think it's a bad song but it's just not really anything special and it doesn't really sort of set my ears alight when i listen to it and from a musical standpoint it's sort of generally quite straightforward um, between the guitars and the bass and the drums i think my positives on it i really like andrea's opening vocals i really like the heaviness of it and I think if it was sort of that form of um, heavy growl and singing style from Andy set to something that was a bit more adventurous musically, um, which could be a, a direction of where Lacuna Coil go on the next album, I think that could be a really, really good thing. Um, my favourite thing about Bleed the Pain is probably the guitar, the rhythm guitar, probably about three quarters of the way through the song going into the outro. Um, which is sort of a, a single note picking, and it sort of adds some some texture to the song, and it adds a bit of atmosphere. But until you sort of get to that point, I just find it very, very generic, which is not something I can really say for many other Lacuna Coil songs. So, you know, I don't I don't dislike it, but I don't overly like it at the same time. So it's a bit of a funny one for me, and it sort of you know justifies its place, sort of tacked on the end as a as a bonus track, as it were. Fair enough. What about you, Mike? What do you think of Bleed the Pain? Uh, I'm a bit mixed like Russ. I think that it's got all the makings and the hallmarks of almost like House of Shame, but not quite House of Shame, like a bit like the the watered down version of it. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say it's overly bland, but I think that Andy's vocals work well, but in some parts it the it doesn't seem to flow as well as it could do and obviously that's why i think it works better as a bonus track going through um musically it's it's heavy like the rest of the album um but i just think there's something missing in there like either it's not finished or there's something else that could have been added in the mix there with it um to give it pack it some more punch um with with what it's doing but it's, it's okay. It's not too bad. Yeah, fair enough. I, I I sort of feel the same way as you. I think you, you hit the nail on the head, Russ, when you said it's struggling with that kind of emotion, you know, getting an emotional impact on you. Um, but I like the construction of the song. I think, like you, big fan of Andy's vocals on this, especially in the opening verse. Uh, I, I do like the way that Christina sings the, the, the chorus on it. Um, and then you got comes back to Andy singing the verse again. I like that. We've seen that before many times, but it works. I like it. It's good fun. Uh, I like the the lyrics on it. 
I think the lyrics are pretty good. They work. I get a sense that this is very much a someone wanting to escape from a the situation they're in or want to feel alive again. I mean, he pretty much says it. I want to feel again, live another day. I want to bleed the pain and wash away the poison from my veins. You know, there's a real... I like the message in the song. And there's a real sense of moving on with your life. Or or maybe if you're looking at it from a darker perspective, a, a, a desperation because you want to and you feel you can't. Musically, there's some aspects of the song that I really like. I think there's... It, it, the the way the opening part, the way the chorus kicks in, you already referred to the guitar, I think is, is is quite strong in this. It's it's one of those songs that I guess the point you made Mike about feeling a bit like you can see why it's on the end of the album as a special edition, it feels a little maybe incomplete or maybe demo like or it didn't quite come together. You know, it feels like when you're cooking and you, you, you bring all the great ingredients together and you don't quite get what you want from it. Yeah. And that's what I think this song is. It's a it's not greater than the sum of its parts. It's not a bad song. I actually like it. I like it better than Breakdown, the previous song. Um, I can see why it's not on the main album. But I still think, you know, for a song that's tacked on to the end of the album, it's better than a lot of songs we're here today. It's, it's better than a lot of songs from other bands. It's It's got a certain presence about it. And actually... It, it's one of those songs, maybe because I know it's coming, it actually makes quite a good ending to the special edition of Delirium. I just like the way it kind of, you know, it, 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 the whole thing just fades away. And, and yeah, I've I, I got a lot of time for this. I won't mind hearing it live. I don't think we'll ever will, but I think it'd be quite yeah. good live. I, I can um, I could imagine it going down quite nicely live, actually. Uh, and I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not disappointed it's on the album. If you see what I mean, Russ, what will you give it numbers wise? Numbers wise, again, comparing to the rest of the catalogue, it just doesn't measure up for me. So I don't want to be harsh. There are good points to it, but in the grand scheme of things, it's probably a five and a half out of ten for me. Five and a half out of ten. What about you, Mike? Uh, six. Okay, well, I'm going to be more positive than both of you, and I'm going to go for a seven. This is a, I, I listened to this one actually probably more than quite a few other Lacuna Core songs actually so I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10 so we've got 5.5 a, a 6 and a 7 they're pretty good not a bad song so there we go okay well I think this brings us to a close now on the Empty Spiral podcast it's, guys it's been great catching up with you again as always yep we are close to Christmas go on sorry Russ I said likewise. So, uh, yeah, naughty Christmas coming for all. Naughty Christmas coming all around, yeah, absolutely. I hope you guys have a really fun time over over the Christmas period and, of course, the new year as well, if I don't get a chance to speak to you before then. As all our listeners, I, I hope you have a chance to invest as much effort into enjoying yourself as you do to, well, living the rest of the year. So make make take time out from all the other things that keep us busy and worried about the state of the world to enjoy friends and family and music. I guess that's my parting message. Uh, and until we three meet again, remember Macbeth, um, <laughs> enjoy yourselves, everybody. Look after yourselves um, and listen to more Lacuna Coil. Thanks very much for listening. Bye-bye. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, guys. Na, 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 na.